Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. What about 
Republican Tate Reed. Yes, who out in Mississippi has banned any transgender care under the age of 18 and has stopped Medicaid from even supporting certain treatments. Yes, and to add to that, yes, banning transgender athletes from participating in female sporting events. Yes. Now, that came as an interesting uh, fact, as we had just spoken about the day before, about a Vermont team that gave up their entire state championship possibility because they refused to participate because the opposing team had a transgender um you know, person on the team, and they didn't want to play against the boy. It was a girls' team. It was a girls' athletic team and tournament, and they didn't want to play against a, a male, even though, you know, they were transgender. And not only that, we're talking about locker sharing and, you know, the, just the safety of all of our young ladies, and we want to make sure, you know, that everyone is okay. You know, we, we understand that, you know, we want to include everyone and everyone needs to be, you know, covered. But, hey, you know, you, you really got to look out for everyone everyone's safety. Okay? Well, the main topic of the day, you know, at the last minute, we kind of jumped into this one. You know, why people have stopped attending church? Yes. And one of the things we talked about was because, you know, it's just out of the habit. You know, listen, people didn't want to go to church before COVID. And once the COVID uh, pandemic hit the ground and everything was shut down, including the churches, you know, people really used that opportunity to, to not just stay home, but stay home afterwards. Yes, got lazy wanted to, you know, just kind of hang out at home and didn't want to commit to having to, you know, go out and and have to, you know, uh, go to church anymore. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, the, the church attendance has dropped so drastically. And one of the other uh, topics we talked about, not topics, but points we talked about was the fact that, you know, once once people went off to college, you know, once you got 18 and went to college, you really kind of felt like you were on your own and you could do what you wanted to do. And a lot of people feel like, you know, when they go to church when they're younger, it's because they're made to go to church, not because they want to go to church. So, therefore, you know, when they get that opportunity, they stop. They stop. And, you know, uh, our, our lady Tamika and, uh, you know, uh, girl Shantish, you know, they said they stopped or they trickled off, but they had to return to the fold. Amen. And look what we got. Look what we got after they returned to the fold. Look at who God has, you know, made them out to be and how they're such a major blessing to us, you know, here on its due time with Pastor Steph. Now, had they not returned, then, uh, hmm. They may not be who they are today. Well, they wouldn't be. Let's just put it like that. Because 
Only what you do for Christ will last. All right? All righty. So, you know, we had a good time yesterday with our ladies, and it got all topped off with our Faith Over Fear segment with Pastor Charlotte, and it was a fantastic hopping on the cake yesterday. Okay? All right. Well, today is Therapeutic Thursday, and oh, we, we have a nice segment for you today, and it's uh, been in the making for a minute, and we're finally getting to it, and I'll talk a little bit about it in, in a short moment, and you know, we're just giving God thanks that we are here and we are at this point. And, you know, this is on the other side of the week. We're, we're bringing it down. We're bringing it down. So go ahead and let's get this party started. Go ahead and uh, get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's due time where Pastor Steph is on and. Don't go nowhere, because we'll be right back. Disability is not inability. A person's ability may be different, but still an ability. No matter one's race or age, no matter one's physical or mental condition, we all have limitless possibilities. For more than 100 years, Easter Seals has helped the one in four people with disabilities in America live, work, learn, and play. I'm Angela Williams. CEO of Easter Seals. Salmon. 
salmon is the first thing on the list. They say eating salmon or halibut and other fatty fish is an excellent way to boost the health of your hair and skin. You'll get tons of protein, essential omega-3 fatty acids, iron, vitamin B12, all in one package, okay? Omega-3 fatty acids can help protect the skin from sun damage and support scalp health. Wow. Getting plenty of protein also helps ward off hair loss. Wow. I better start eating that fish now. And for the ultimate one-two punch, iron and vitamin B12 can make hair color more vibrant. Wow. Okay, I didn't talk about this before. I know I didn't cover that part. All right? So, again, we got the best foods for your skin, hair, and nails. The next thing, carrots. I've been eating a lot of carrots lately. So I hope this helps with my hair, skin, and nails. All right, carrots. They say that foods rich in beta-carotene, like carrots, turn into the antioxidant powerhouse vitamin A. This golden nugget has remarkable anti-aging properties, promotes healthy hair and nail growth, and has been shown to combat diabetes-related symptoms. You can also find beta-carotene in spinach, broccoli, peas, and romaine lettuce. Okay, wow. Wow. Best foods for your hair, nails, and skin? Tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes. Okay, so it's powerful with the antioxidants, but tomatoes are also fantastic for your skin. They're loaded with vitamin C along with carotenoids, lysipine, and beta-carotene. Okay, so they say, uh, let me just make sure. We got this information coming across real clear. They say that the same properties that make tomatoes red will keep you from getting red. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. Eating foods rich in carotenoids increases your skin's protection from sunburn, especially when combined with vitamin E. Okay, they say a nice way to get a dose of both is with um, a salad of sliced tomatoes, basil, mozzarella drizzled with olive oil. That actually sounds pretty good. That actually sounds pretty good. I might give that a try, all right? So you got sliced tomatoes, basil, and mozzarella cheese drizzled with olive oil. I think I'm going to try that one today. I think I'm going to try that one today. Wow. All right. Foods that are good for our skin, hair, and nails. 
All right, next on the list, eggs. Ah, they say if you want strong and healthy nails, crack open an egg. Um, they say uh, eggs are packed with protein, with a protein punch that is easily digested, and your body will use every little bit of it, okay? Along with protein, eggs also bring vitamin A, vitamin E, iron, vitamin B7, vitamin B12, oh my goodness. It brings all of that to the table. So if you whip up an olive, you give me an olive, an omelet, whether you boil it um, or fry it, man, you'll be fine throughout the day. But they also say that eggs are very filling. So, you know, if you crack open an egg, not only are you getting vitamin A and all of that stuff, but you're also getting fuller for the day. Okay? Alrighty. Foods that are good for your hair, your nails, and your skin. Blueberries. Again, we find salmon and berries on almost every single list. When we talk about your health, blueberries, they say that if you put those blueberries in your oatmeal or grab some during the day, it makes for a great snack. They are, blueberries are highest in antioxidant properties of all fruits and vegetables. Wow. All right, I think I need to go. I I keep fruit blueberries. I definitely keep blueberries. I think I'm really going to get some blueberries now, everybody. They say it is the highest in antioxidants. Wow. Of all fruits and vegetables, they say they tell the free radicals and other aging influences on your body. And, uh... They are excellent. They are excellent health food, and they're delicious. And in addition to their anti-aging capabilities, blueberries also combat acne. You know, that's something I never really had a problem with. No, I never really had a problem with acne. Wow. All right, now. All right. Low-fat dairy, we're talking about foods that are good for your health, your skin, your nails, and your hair, and they're saying skim milk is an excellent source of calcium and vitamin D. They say, and that combination helps to strengthen nails and promote hair health. Low-fat yogurt and cheeses will also give you a nice calcium boost. And they say that's not all. That dairy products are also packed with protein, which is beneficial since that's what our hair and nails are made of. 
if cow milk isn't your thing, then get that soy milk as it is a great alternative. Now, I know low-fat milk, you know, a lot of times we complain. It's just so watery. Um, You know, let's see. 2% 2% milk isn't that bad, I have to tell you. It, it doesn't, It's of course, it's not whole milk. It's not watery, though, as, you know, skim milk or no-fat milk. Yeah, that yeah, that's just a little too watery for me. But definitely, like, 2% milk is uh, tolerable. It, it's much more tolerable than the others. Okay? All right. Foods that are good for your hair, nails, and skin. Oatmeal. Ooh, and I love me some oatmeal with um, blueberries. Yes, yes, yes. So they say oatmeal. And, you know, we always talk about oatmeal here as that healthy breakfast. Yeah. Well, they say not only does it fill you up with energy, it's also packed with copper, zinc, and B vitamins. And they say these nutrients work together to keep your nails looking healthy. They say zinc in particular is a powerful tool in the fight against acne. There we go again for that acne. For those of you who suffer with that skin um, problem. It reduces inflammation and kills acne-borne bacteria. Wow. So they say try regular oats, as we always talk about, versus that instant oatmeal. Because, you know, the instant oatmeal is full of nothing but sugar. And let me tell you something. Regular oatmeal is really easy to make. It's really easy to make. Sometimes... If I'm in a real hurry and I don't want to really take the time to put it on the stove, I just boil water in the kettle and I just pour, you know, some oatmeal in a bowl and I just pour the water in and just break the oatmeal down. And before you know it, you've got instant oatmeal. Yeah, it's just based on, you know, how thick or how loose you want it. Just throw in that butter, that canned milk, and then on top, um, I use, uh, what do you call it, what do you call it, brown sugar, I don't use the white sugar, I use the brown sugar, and I definitely get my blueberries, and my pineapples, and man, I go to town on some oatmeal, alright, so make sure you get that oatmeal in the morning. Last but not least, the foods that are best for your hair, skin, and nails, beans. Now, again, again, whenever we're talking about health and we're talking about those healthy lists, whether it's for your heart or um, what do you call it, diabetes, this same, these same things keep coming up. Beans, what, oatmeal? Salmon, blueberries, all on the every list, every list. So the beans, they say beans is a magical fruit. Uh, the more you eat, the stronger your nails because beans have protein, 
zinc, and biotin. They say which help to make your nails thicker and less prone to splitting. Beans are also thought to be an enhancer for your hair by combating biotin deficiencies. So they say most legumes, legumes, as some say, are high in fiber, protein, zinc, and antioxidants, which can boost collagen production and give your skin a healthy glow, elasticity. Okay? So we're talking about foods that are best for your skin, hair, and nails. And again, that is salmon or any fatty fish, carrots, tomatoes, eggs, blueberries. Make sure you get those blueberries because remember, they are the highest antioxidant in all. They have the highest antioxidants in all the fruits and vegetables. They say low-fat dairy, oatmeal, and beans. Okay? Now, you can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. Because, listen, here's the thing. All of, you know, all of those things you can either eat by themselves by itself, or you can eat it with something or in something. So either way, if you can't stand, you know, to have any of those things alone, then, you know, don't worry about it. Just mix it with something. Okay? Okay. Well, today is Therapeutic Thursday, as you know, here on his due time with Pastor Steph. And, you know, it's Women's History Month. Okay, so yesterday for the month of March started Women's History Month. And, you know, Pastor Steph is always trying to find the best uh, guests for us. And I've been after uh, this segment for a minute. It's been over a year that I've been wanting to include this segment in uh, in our, you know, weekly routine, monthly routine. And, you know, God is, is so good because if you hold out long enough, God will send you exactly what and who you need. And it is a, um, a blessing and a pleasure. You know, for quite some time, I've been, you know, speaking to this woman of God and trying to connect with her. And lo and behold, I was able to connect with her so that we could get this segment underway. And I am so excited to be able to include a health segment for us here on his due time with Pastor Steph. And what, I mean, we're, we're getting like the best of both worlds, as always, because I always tell you, God sends us the very best. So not only do we get to get, you know, all the tea, as they say, for our health and beauty tips and hair, especially hair tips, um, but we also get a woman of God, you know, so... You know, we're not just getting a bunch of junk from the world. We're getting some real quality 
information from someone who loves God dearly, and, you know, it is a blessing to have um, our sister Gertie Gordon on with us this morning, and let's say good morning to her. Good morning, our sister Gertie. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you. I'm well. So happy to actually have you on. You know, we've been talking for a few years now about, you know, connecting <laughs> and, and look at God, and now he's done so. So I'm so right, happy to right. have you on with us. So why don't you just tell everybody briefly who Gertie Gordon is? Okay. Um <laughs> That's a lot. Um, good morning, everybody. Grace and peace. Um, I am Gertie Renee Gordon, a wife, mother, sister, daughter, entrepreneur, minister, educator, and above all else, a child of the Most High God. All right. Now, you specialize <laughs> in what and why? Okay, so it kind of actually opened up and evolved unbeknownst to me. You know, um, God gives us giftings and talents, and as the word says, your gifts will make room for you. And so just starting out as a young child, I always had a, a passion for doing hair, never really thought it to be a career path. It's just something that came naturally. I started at eight years old. I have the receipts with my mother and my sisters, my, my dad had since passed away, but they would um, allow me to do their hair and my cousins, and then it it literally expanded from there between my grandmother, my sisters, my mother, um, local family. It would spread out to the neighborhood and then to school, and it just became a natural progression. Um, I was being having like strict West Indian parents. They were not for me looking to do here as a career because they felt that um, it wasn't one of the like reputable um, um, career paths. And so with that, I, you know, they were really big on me going to school and I did, I went to school, I did my undergraduate. Um, I pursued my graduate education, I have two masters, all of that. However, alongside all of that, I was always doing here and it, people just recognize that gifting and how it just kind of um, unfolded from there. So much so when I got to, I went to Temple University for my undergraduate in um, Philadelphia. And um, just in like manner, I started doing hair on campus and I was the girl from New York that uh, <laughs> I converted my dorm room <laughs> into the salon. And um from there, it expanded, and I ended up finding, well, I took a, um, a public speaking course, and one of the girls in the course, she was a licensed cosmetologist, and she had heard of me, the girl from New York, she didn't know my name, and it just so happened that we ended up in the same class, and the end of the semester, we had to do a presentation, on um, a public speaking presentation, and her topic was about hairstylists operating without a license. And I remember being in the class and 
I really wanted to like just sink underneath. I wanted the ground to open up and swallow me. I was so embarrassed. And um, it was known that even though she never said my name, that she was talking about me. And the thing was, I wasn't even so much so embarrassed that she did that. And, you know, I thought she was a friend. Turns out she wasn't. She had all this information to be able to use that against me. Why I was embarrassed was because I was convicted because she was right. Everything she said was correct. And um, I had that conviction. And so then and there, that same day after the class, you know, I kind of like wiped the egg off my face. And I went to my dorm room and I I, um, confessed. I repented and I asked God to just show me. And I kid you not, from that moment of surrender, God opened so many doors. And so I just started doing the work and looking for hair schools because I was like, I will never be in a position for someone to not only publicly um, embarrass me like that, but for it to be right. You know, like I was in the wrong. You know, I was operating for years without a license and making money. And I wasn't paying taxes on it, none of that. I was just doing hair, as they say now, slaying. And it, I wasn't even convicted about it until that moment. And so I remember being flat on my face in my dorm room and praying to God that, all right, if this is your will for me, that I can do this, you you know, you'll make certain things happen. And one of them was I needed to get out of my housing um, agreement, which is for the year, and I was looking to leave mid-year. So that's one thing, you know, I had to go to court to come out of my housing agreement because I'm an out-of-state student. Then I had to find a hair school that was not only accredited, but that the schedule would allow me to still be an undergraduate at Temple and do the hair school concurrently. Um, then I needed to find the money to pay for it because my parents were not on board. They, they told me flat out, we didn't send you to, there to go to hair school. We sent you to go to Temple. <laughs> and so those were the, the, the hurdles before me. And the way God worked it out, um, Finding the hair school, I found one, which is a national hair school, Empire Beauty School, and I was willing to travel about almost an hour away from Temple's campus to go to the school. Um, and they had evening classes and um, all day Saturday. Um, at the time, I was um, Baptist, so I, I went to church on Sundays, and so the Saturdays were fine. Um, I found a salon to work at on the weekend. And um, I was going to do it. So then I started looking for an off-campus apartment. Prior to that, when I put in for the um, the trial for me to go to court to try to fight to get out of my housing contract, when I went to the main office, the director happened to be there. The admin wasn't there, and I and I um, I found the director um, directly. And she was like, "Oh, come in. Let me um, let me do. I, I had to fill out the paperwork." And when she asked me what I was doing, and I told her, you know, what it was, all of the stuff, what I found, and right then and there, and I know it was nothing but God, she signed off immediately. I didn't have to go to trial. I didn't have to prove my, I didn't have to bring facts or anything. And I'm like, okay, God, I see you working. Then looking for an apartment, I found an apartment. I went to go tour an apartment, and he said, well, why are you leaving in the middle of the school year? Because people normally look for apartments, you know, in July for the fall semester, I was looking um, in December for January, and I told him, and I told him that, you know, was gonna, where I was going to go, and he was like, well, there's a hair school across the street, and I'm like, no way, because I did my research, and there's no hair school over here. The closest one is the one I was going to an hour away, 
And he's like, no, go across the street. Sure enough, I went across the street, and it was a vocational institute. So when I did my research, it was on specifically hair schools. Sure enough, it was um, the Berean Institute, and they were accredited, and I could go across the street to my apartment. Once again, God. And it just opened up from there. So um, the salon I was working in, the owner happened to be the director of a cosmetology program at a school, so I was able to do an apprenticeship and get paid and um, have some um, real-world experience while going to school. Like, everything, how it unfolded, I know is nothing but God. And so I was able to, with the, um, oh, and then the hair school that I did find across the street from my apartment, you only were able, um, they didn't have Saturday hours, so I was still able to keep my job at the salon to make money to pay for the school, and it was um, during the weekdays only. I was like, God, you know, when God says that every perfect gift comes from him and adds no sorrow, I tell you that's how this all unfolded. And so thus began my career of um, being licensed and just going through proper protocol to be able to not only exercise my gifts, but to do it honoring God and doing it legally, which um, has always been really important to me from that experience. Um, once again, knowing that God is all through us, what the enemy means for evil, God turns it for your good because I don't know, perhaps I would have um, got my license. Maybe I would not have. Maybe I still wouldn't have been doing here. I don't know. But whatever it is, um, I'm grateful that God brought me through that route um, to give me such a passion to want to do things unto him. And um, I was able to graduate Temple University, top of my class, and hair school, and by the time I graduated hair school, I had paid it off in full from working my tail off while going to do undergrad, doing hair school, working, and going to school um, full time. I think back to that now, like, wow, that was nothing but God. And so wow. um, from there, it, <laughs> right, from there, it, it um, continues to unfold. I'm constantly amazed at how God has um, not only evolved me, but opened doors and made room for me in places that I never would have even imagined. And so um, just to kind of like shorten a long story, um, from there, I stayed in Philly for seven years. Um, I ended up working for, once again, that was another move of God, um, Brana Brothers, which is an um, African-American hair care company, very well known in the South. Um, when I was to finish Temple in hair school, the placement director said he has the perfect job for me. And I'm like, well, what's the perfect job? My undergraduate was in communications, and um, my vocational was with cosmetology. And he said, this company, they have a hair care line. They do the largest African-American hair show in Atlanta, and they have a magazine. So I could apply both what I did with my undergrad and hair school. And I'm like, no way. But sure enough, I um, interviewed, and I got that job, and I was with um, Bronner Brothers um, off and on until um, February 3rd of this year, actually. Um, so that's always been a constant. And so with that, it afforded me the opportunity to travel, um, do hair shows, um, symposiums, just different expos um, throughout the U.S. And um, I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity and um, how it exposed me even more in the industry. And, um, yeah, and so 
um, oh. being a booth renter, um, transforming my house, my, my whole attic. It was like a one-bedroom apartment I needed into a salon to going into different salons to finally opening my own salon. I've had three salons and um, really focusing on the artistry and um, the business side. Right now, like, since the the pandemic, business has been a big thing, but I've been doing this over 20-something years um, where there weren't a lot of resources for business owners, entrepreneurs, women, and small business. There were not much options. It was very grassroots, really with trial and error. But you know what? I bless God because it was through those experiences, the good but more so, more so the bad and the um, the rejection, the learning through error that really, really gave me the tough skin necessary to navigate successful business ownership. Um, but the other thing was that God always gave me a standard. So for me, it was never business as usual. And I do believe to this day, and I know in my heart to this day that the secret to my success is really because I've maintained my focus on God, knowing that I'm a resource, but God is the source. And so approaching people, even in how diagnosing their hair and just seeing and feeling stuff, it all comes from God. He shows me how to mix products, what to use, what not to use, and how to do it specifically for the individual before me. That is ministry if I've never experienced ministry before. And um, I give God all the glory for it. I'm grateful for it. I'm thankful for it. And um, I continue to operate in that as God leads me. Um, This month will actually make a year since I've pivoted and transitioned from being full-time behind the chair to now I provide education, coaching, and consulting to young entrepreneurs who either already have a business and know that they need to level it up or – um, enhance what they're doing, and for newbies that are trying to break into the industry, like the Holy Spirit really, really placed it on my heart that, you know what, I've been doing this 25 years. I don't want it to die with me what God has given me. And so now my life is on educating, training, consulting, and coaching um, young entrepreneurs to be able to go forth. And um, it's been scary <laughs> in this new this new lane, but it's also been very exhilarating. And above all else, I have the assurance that God has sent me, and I'm going to keep doing it. And so that's part of the story that led me to even be on with you today. You know, I know that God is is, um, allowing me to have these opportunities to actually have a a voice, more of a public voice in the discourse that's happening out there. And as you, Pastor Steph, and all your guests know there's a lot of discourse out there, and not all of it, the majority of it is not on the right path <laughs> as it pertains to women's um, hair, health, and wellness. And so um, from there, Trust Talk is born, and here we are. Wow, wow, wow. What an introduction, what a testimony, and and I thank you for sharing that because somebody needed that boost this morning. Somebody needed that jolt this morning. Somebody needed to hear that journey this morning because either they have they don't have that confidence, 
they have a lackluster uh, movement. They're not trusting God. They're afraid. And your testimony really was a boost. I'm doing everything God wants me to do, and it boosted me. So I can't even imagine what it would do um, for someone who who's not who 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 needs to be more motivated. So I thank you for sharing that. But here's the question I want to ask before we get okay. to different. What happened with your parents and this decision to go the hair route? <laughs> did they ever accept it? How did they accept it? What happened? It's so funny. I was just thinking in my head that I did, I needed to circle back to that also, but I just felt like I was saying a lot, so I just um, cut it short. So um, it wasn't until um, it had been a few years later, and my dad, you know, got you know, maybe continue to sleep in peace. Um, we were we became we grew so close, and I was having I was having a function at one of the salons and he came to me and he was like, you know what? I want to tell you, I am so proud of you because you showed me that this can be a reputable, um, a reputable, um, business choice. You know, he wanted me to be an attorney and I actually went to, um, um, temple looking to be an attorney. Um, cause even in, in high school I was doing, um, pre-law and my first year at temple, I was doing law and I spent, the entire year in the law library and I was like this is not for me and so that's wow. when I transferred oh. over to communications and my dad said I'm so proud of you you show me that this is actually a profession and not only um have you done it you've done it par excellent you know my dad spoke French wow. and so I want to tell you the waterworks tears and um uh, my dad was an um, uh, entrepreneur he had multiple businesses here and in Haiti and so he was like, um, to see what you've done and how you've done it, I'm so proud of you. And he was like, um, um, felicitations, uh, mes compliments. And like, you know, my dad was my buddy um, until his last breath. He was my biggest supporter, my biggest investor. Oh, and wow. He, he, yep, him and my mom. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. So, yeah. They, what a they they weren't, they weren't wow. as mad at me as I thought. She saw that I like made something of it. <laughs> wow, wow! What a way to also show God's decision. You know, we actually touched on this yesterday, and I brought up how there was a, a young man who had gone. You know, he wanted to be a pediatrician, and when we knew anything, he was an interior decorator. And I'm like, well, well that's a big turn. And he said, Steph, after right. two years of being in med school, I just couldn't do it anymore. He said, I just couldn't right. do it. And, you know, what what a way to show how ordering, you know, God ordering our steps, how that is what, you know, only what you do for God will last. You know, yeah, you could have been an attorney, but, you know, where would it have gotten you? What? How would it have blessed others? You know, you just got finished saying that when you even put, you know, a, a, a solution together, you know, per person, that this is customized, right. you know, right. to right. Uh, uh, the individual that you're working with, that, you know, even that's a blessing. Because how many times have, you know, people gone somewhere and the people don't know your hair, your hair does not turn out the way you want it. 
You know, how many times have people had to go to someone wrong before they found someone right? So, you know, right. just following what God has given you to do and, and, and allowing, allowing your parents to see it before your dad, you know, his eyes were closed and, and, and able to recognize that, hey, you know what? I didn't honestly think that this was going to turn out to be any, you know, something I thought you know, this, you know, I had a better, you know, view of, of what you should have been doing. And just you following what God had for you really, really, really um, turned out to be a bigger blessing than just, quote, unquote, right. your success. Because this really showed right. who God was and what God could do um, with you and, and, and in your life. So, you know, amen. And I yeah. really appreciate that testimony this morning i really do i really do because that that to me just adds to what we're going to talk about and again somebody okay. needed that this morning somebody needed that motivation this morning and i i give you thanks for um give, give god thanks for your sharing um this morning right, right. um and to the credit he based it on what he always saw and he said it he right. was like um, growing up and stuff, he said most uh, most of the women that he knew or even men that went the route of hairdressing or barbering all, they didn't want to go to school. They didn't want to do this now. Now right, we know that has right, been changed. Right. And it may not right. have been that, but that's what he saw. And so um, right. to see it happening, you know, how it really can be a profession, um, it was really – and the fact that cause my dad was such a very proud man, very strict, very – for him to even, like, admit that to me and say it and be like, you know what, I was wrong. Wow. You were right. I was floored. I was floored. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know? And and you know what? Also, um, you know, go back to all the the way you started. You know, it, it was it was it was you know for some people it's just a quick. Although they might be skilled at it, but it's a quick fix. You know, it's a quickie, a quick mm-hmm. way to make money. They're like, you know, there's right. no business plan. There's no, you know, it just happens to work because people just, they, you know, right. they're just and kind I, of flowing along. And, of course, that's not what our parents want for us. Our parents want a solid plan. Our parents want us to sink right. our teeth into something and be educated. And, you know, on the outset, hairdressers don't look like the most educated people. You know, and a lot of times right. going back in the day, they weren't. Like you said, it was just something that they could do and do well, and a lot of them did not go to school to really study it. It's something that they just happened to have the craft and the know, and they did it. And, you know, that's the way they made their money, and so forth and so on. So, you know, I'm not mad, you know, that, you know, a a parent, because look at how we deal with our own children. You know, when they come to us, you know, your your children are a lot younger than mine are, but even as (laughs) their little girls that you have, you can hear some of the stuff that they say, and you say to them, okay, you know what? It sounds great. Now, let's go back to the drawing board board and come up with a plan. You know, we we try to instill that in our children, you know, not to do something off the cuff, not to do something, you know, spontaneous, but to really think about that thing. So I'm not mad at them, you know, for saying, listen, we sent you to Temple to do X, Y, and Z. Don't come back here with no (laughs) hair brain themes talking about you're going to do some hair. (laughs) 
And that's the way we will all speak as parents, you know, so I, I ain't mad at them. But like I said, you know, giving God the glory for being able to really, like you said, see the, you know, your father come, you know, to the understanding and to acknowledge and to give the credit and to really, you know, just give you, you know, all the accolades and and just make you feel good. Because a lot of times it doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. So, you know, we, 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 we really appreciate that testimony. For those who may have just joined us, we have our chest talk with Gertie. We have our sister Gertie Gordon on. And, you know, we're, we're going to get our nice hair tips and beauty tips and wellness tips. And, you know, I started off this morning, Therapeutic Thursday. I always start off with um, with a health tip. So what I did this morning was I got a list and I think you came in on the end of it uh, about your eating habits and how our eating helps with our hair, our nails, and our skin. And I thought it was an excellent way to get us jump-started into our conversation today. And then let's talk about our eating and how our, our, our health and, and, more importantly, how God already got this stuff jump-started with food. Right, right, absolutely. Something I always say is that healthy hair starts from the inside out, and you hit the nail on the head. Um, If we want to get even further, like more specific, it's really wanting to make sure we have healthy blood flow going to the the scalp. Um, We'll find that as we um, begin to age, getting um, circulation to our extremities become, becomes more and more difficult. And so one of the things um, that from early on, before I knew the science behind it, um, one of the things that my guests would always say is that to the point where they would check me if I didn't do it, I, I would do a head massage. And this was, you know, at the beginning of my, um, my spiritual journey as well. And so with the head massage, I would pray. I would pray over my guests. I would pray for myself. And I kid you not, there was something that I, it would be between me and the client. We would feel that, and I would feel it literally through my body, into my hands. I'm praying. And um, just to put a point right there, it wasn't something where we were, like, slain in the spirit, right? We weren't falling out, speaking in tongues or anything like that. It was really just a quiet, intimate moment where um, God would show me how to massage the guest's head. And God would give me whatever the prayer was, you know, because I wouldn't know. Um, but I would just be in tune with the spirit to just pray. And sometimes it was as quick as one minute. Other times it would go to five minutes. And the guests would always be like, thank you. I needed that. You know, whether they were saved or not. You know, one thing that anyone who knows me is that I don't walk around browbeating people with the Bible, what have you. It's been important to me as being someone that's come out of being browbeaten, being with the Bible. Right. It's how I live, how I act every day. So if you see me at church, I'm the same Gertie that you're going to get in the supermarket, that you're going to get if I go to an event or whatever. There's not going to be any change. And that's important to me. Like That's part of my witness that you're going to get that same one where I will never be ashamed to talk about God casually in my conversation, you know. And there's no differentiation. Um, Why that's important to me is because I came up under seeing so many people that were 
the one person was three different people based on the company they were with or the environment they were in, you know? And so I say all of that to say, for me, the salon, you know, was ministry. That was the church, you know? I was a pastor. The, my employees were the deacons, the deacon board, you know, the, we had missionary. Like, for me, I operated the salon as if it was a church. And so wow. that was making that one-on-one connection was very important, very important. And so um, only did it feed my guests, but it also fed me. And I'm like, wow, like there's really something here. There's power in the touch, especially when you that touch is consecrated by God. Hands down. Hands down. Wow. 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 Yeah. I, wow. <laughs> I am blown no. away. You, listen, I am 56 years old. And I've been getting my hair done for a long time. And just to mm-hmm. hear that someone thinks so much of prayer, that they pray over your hair before you get a head massage. Now, let me tell you something about me. You want to put me to sleep. You want to make me happy. <laughs> massage Stephanie's hair. Oh, my goodness. Massage my head. But, you know, I never even heard before. That's how I already know this is going to be a blessing. I never even heard before that there's a blood flow to your head. Now, we know blood goes throughout, you know, your body. But just to even hear that, can you give us a little bit more about that? Right. And so, um, and that was the thing. Like, I never... It was to a point where at the beginning when I when I came to the realization that, wow, God, okay, this is how you're using me. This is what this is all. I didn't make it public because I didn't want it to seem like I was pimping out prayers, you know. And also <laughs> some people don't, you know, you, I, like once again, like I said, for me, living out my faith practically, it's, I'm very sensitive to the fact that there's a lot of church hurt out there. There's a lot of people that don't even understand, you know, the, the significance right. of the spirit, right? Right, right. Um, and a lot of times people just go by what's in the natural, not re- even recognizing that there's a spiritual backdrop to what's happening right. naturally, right? And it's right. what's manifested in the spirit that really matters for those of us who are of the way and for those of us who know. However, right. we are still in the world. So everyone is not even right. trying to, especially right. with the foolishness that's going on in the world, right? Right. So that's bringing it back to a very basic level, when when I realized what was happening spiritually, I was not even trying to, like, make it known. But, you know, God in God's fashion, you can't, you know how the word says the rocks will cry out? Right, that's <laughs> so right, it wasn't, that's right. I was trying to even say it was clients that were like, uh-uh, you didn't massage me. <laughs> like, that's how it kind of came out. And wow. so you that I had known for years, I was like, well, you know, that's the time I just, I pray over you, whatever. And they were, and I, and I said it scared, you know, can you imagine? Well, yes, I understand. And so I was just scared. I was like, well, you know, for those who I kind of like felt that they would kind of understand, that's how I let the cat out the bag. I was like, well, you know, I do pray or whatever. And they were like, <gasps> so then it just spread like wildfire to the point where wow. I was like, you know what, Lord? Because people would come expecting it. So if I didn't do that, like, uh-uh, you did not pray. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> wow. I say that, you know what? I do it as I'm led. If I'm not led or what have you, so it wasn't a single time. Right. At a right. point when God was developing it in me, it was every single head and every single time. And then we have to just always be mindful of not letting the ritual out 
power the spirit, right? Because there's a lot of people, we just do things right. in ritual, right? Right. We go to church and, right. and then the spirit isn't there anymore. So being, it's a fine line, you know? Anyhow, back to, so, so I, I had to put all of that out there because, you can get just kind of, and that's how people, you know, get caught up in cults and this and that or whatever. Right. You got to be very careful, right? right? That's it's right. The that God gives us. That's so, right. So, um, just from a very physiological sense, having promoting healthy blood flow to the scalp is what feeds the root of our hair, like the the mastermind or the headquarters of our hair is something called the papilla. And so, in the papilla, you want to have healthy blood flow that feeds the nutrients into the bulb, which eventually. Um, goes through the follicle. The follicle, people oftentimes interchange follicle with actual hair shaft. Your hair is not a follicle. The follicle is the hole in which your hair comes through, right? Okay. So then you have the the um, the subcutaneous is the area of the scalp that's underneath the skin. So you have the papilla. The bulb of the hair is attached to the papilla, and that's what feeds the actual hair hair strand, the shaft, which is called the hair shaft. The hair shaft is what protrudes from underneath the skin, through the skin, and um, in what's called a follicle. So the follicle is the like the the carrying hallway or tube that the hair comes out of. So okay. you're having healthy blood flow to the papilla is what feeds the bulbs, the nutrients it needs to be strong, to um, to stay on your head. You know, we have a natural, we have different phases of the hair. So there's a natural phase of the hair where we do experience shedding. However, when you have right. excess shedding or the hair is very brittle, the hair is very dry, it's um, normally because you're not getting healthy blood flow to the scalp. So let's put a pin there. In addition to that, we can develop what's called DHT, and DHT is a hormone that it adheres to the papilla. This is all happening underneath the skin, right, internally. And once the DHT kind of forms like a scaffolding around your papilla, what does that do? It prohibits the blood from going to feed the papilla, and so that's what leads to hair loss. So you'll find some things in the market that are called DHT blockers, and those are what go in to kind of like chip away at the DHT, which is hindering the blood flow from properly getting to the papilla, which is what's feeding the hair to grow and be nice and strong and and supple and malleable and all of the above. (laughs) Wow, wow. It's really, really basic in understanding how that works. So what? Oh. So how do we get healthy blood? Our healthy blood is based on what we're ingesting and how we're feeding our body, right? So wow. healthy hair starts from the out based on what we're doing, but the root of it is being able to have healthy blood flow to the scalp to feed and nourish the papilla, right? So, so we definitely have to eat like, well. well. What, do you use? what do you use? I need mean, treatment. And that's kind of like, that's, that's, like the, that's, the, that's the end that's of the, the, end the of spectrum, the right? Spectrum, you know? Right? Treating the hair that's that already grown out the scalp is the end of the spectrum. The beginning of it starts with what are we ingesting and how are we promoting um, healthy blood flow to the scalp. And that's the same way it'll go with your your skin and your nails. Okay. So definitely we need to eat properly. So everybody, if you came on later, go back 
and you can get those healthy foods that will promote good health, uh, hair, nail, and skin. Okay, so we're talking about eating properly to get all of this stuff stimulated. Um, the blood flow, I love this talk, wow. The, this, this blood flow, like <laughs> okay. you said, it starts from the inside out. And if we don't eat properly, right. we can't expect for our bodies to produce, you know, our, our decent hair and blood flow. So that that's, that's good. Right. I didn't even, never even, never even thought, I'm sure a lot of people are sitting there right now, Sister Gertie, with their mouths hanging open because nobody's thinking about <laughs> any of this stuff you know we really we want to eat all this junk food and we're trying to figure out why our hair won't grow why our hair is falling out why our skin is all all messed up but we're not thinking about the food that's not good for us that we're eating you know and like you said like we're ingesting and now it's destroying you know all this you know good stuff that god has given us let me let me let me ask you this let me ask you this. Right. We're talking about. Hold on one. Just hold sure. on one second. Just um, just for um, the guests and yourself to remember, um, what helps also is that understanding like just the overarching areas that you can focus on to help with um, healthy blood flow. Um, understanding that hair, skin, um, and nails, especially with hair, it's majority protein. It's a protein called keratin, right? And so. Right. Um, you okay. want to be able to have a, a, a healthy balance of protein and the moisture because protein, too much protein can be too hard, right? And so sometimes people give themselves too much of a good thing and then the hair ends up breaking and you get in the results that you don't wow. want. But it's because okay. you have too much. So in your eating and understanding that you want to think of um, protein-rich food because protein are the building blocks. So you want to um, focus on having protein-rich food. Um, and I think I did come on towards the end. One of my favorite foods that you mentioned were legumes and having those, you know, which are um, leafy greens and having a lot of your um, green vegetables and, but just, and, and different meats, uh, making sure that you have a good balance of protein. Next is your essential fats, especially like omega-3 or having um, your fatty, um, your omega-3 or omega-6 fats, those are essential. So making sure you include having a healthy portion of essential fat in your meal. Um, and iron. A lot of times, especially um, women of color, we are iron deficient. So with iron, it's going to allow for um, vitality and luster in the hair. Um, you want the hair to have a natural shine. I'm not talking about it looking greasy or anything. I'm just saying it's having a natural shine. And once again, it comes from the inside out. Whole grains, um, nuts. Nuts, actually having raw nuts is very, very healthy overall, but specifically with regard to um, to your hair, skin, and nails, because um, nuts are packed with essential fats, vitamin E and B vitamins, which are really, really good. Um, vitamin C, such as like kiwi fruit and citrus, they really, really help. And um, like your orange, yellow, your red and green, like your um, beta carotene, your vitamin A, those really help. And above all else, water, 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 and water to mow. <laughs> so just remembering those are the overarching areas to remember on how you'll be you're able to feed yourself to um, strengthen your blood and then to then go into making sure you have healthy blood flow to your scalp. And you activate that through scalp massage and manipulation. 
Wow, wow, wow. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. <laughs> okay, so thank you for making sure you give us that. I wanted right. to ask you, and I want to go back to sure. the beginning. I want to go back to I want to go back to the beginning. Um, we uh, let's talk about our little girls. As little girls, mm-hmm. how can we make sure we take care of their hair? Let's start with the food, what we give them to eat. Let's start with the snacks that we give them. Let's start with the treatment. I want to go back to just how we start with our, our, us being little girls and how our parents feed us, how we got we got almost 20 minutes. So I don't want okay. to talk about anything else. I want to start from scratch. What are we feeding our little girls and our little boys? A general rule of thumb that can help is you want to focus, and it actually will help adults also, but specifically as these little kids are forming and um, developing, you want to stay away from process, things that are processed and um I like to take more of an affirmative approach as to not what I can't have, but what can I have, right? And with kids, right. anything whole food. Keep it simple. We complicate everything, right? We complicate life. We complicate ministry. We complicate living. We complicate relationships. But at the very base, just look at always choose the option of what's a whole food. What are your whole foods? A whole fruit, the apple, or whatever it is, you know, as long as you make sure that um, you do your allergy testing to make sure that you're not going to give anything to your child that, you know, they may have an allergic reaction to. But focus on whole food, whole grain. You don't want to um, – chances are if you're buying something that's um, wrapped in – shrink-wrapped in plastic, eh, not so much. Farmer's market, just getting whole food that has minimal to no processing. Um, I do believe I heard you when you were saying with regard to the um, – um, oh. You know, just making oats from scratch, you know, which really, as you said, really doesn't take much. And a lot of times taking a little a little extra time to, like, prepare it the night before. You know, overnight oats. He's not doing the instant oats. And so um, instant oats are what? Packaged food, processed food. So something that um, I did a few years ago, it was called the Whole Food Diet. Um, and I just did it because I was trying to, and I don't diet. I'll put that out there. I don't care for diets. I don't, you know, I don't diet at all. And I always say, Spell diet, and someone says D I E. I said exactly. So I don't do diet. <laughs> However, there was the whole food diet that has appealed to me because I'm like, you know what? God has given us all that we need. We go and complicate things. And so in that, I, I got the book, <clears throat> and I just started learning about just being able to just pick out whole foods and go from there, and um, doing minimal things using like um, better oils for cooking. Like I particularly love this. Um, Grapeseed oil, avocado oil, and olive oil. Those are the things that I'll use when I do cook, you know. But most of the time, I'm looking for um, whatever I can get that's whole, that, that requires minimal processing. That's not, I don't buy prepackaged processing just to be able to focus on whole foods. And, you know, cooks uh-huh. can be very picky. Right, right, so right. right. Have, you know, you, you, know you, you get in the fruit. Um, washing the fruit, cutting it up, and just having that. And so sometimes I'll just give them a little fruit bowl for breakfast. Um, when it's cold, you know, I'll do, like, um, oatmeal. My other um, daughter, she's not a fan of oatmeal, 
So I'll just do um, do an egg. I don't put much in it to season it, and then they're fine with that. I have to be very careful even about dairy with my kids. And there's some dairy-free options of things that I've tried, and, you know, they're okay with it. But keeping it simple and focusing on um, just the main whole food. So you don't remember anything else, just remember whole food, whole food, as opposed to processed food. All right, all right. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, Sister Gurney, mm-hmm. we're talking about the products we put in the girls' hairs, the products that we put in our sons' mm-hmm. hair. What do we oil their scalp with? Do we oil their scalp? What do mm-hmm. we do with that? Once again, keep it simple, less and more. Um, what people sometimes forget is that we our bodies produce what we need most of the time. And so in our scalp, we have what's called sebaceous glands. And the sebaceous glands are our oil glands, and they secrete. And so while we, um, it goes back to the manipulation, you're, you're manipulating um, the scalp to be able to produce that healthy blood flow, but it also will help to um, in, um, activate your sebaceous glands, you know, to be able to self lubricate or, you know, to, to protect your hair for um, on its own. So with children, I always, I always say, um, and everything that's for children, you can apply to us also, minimum, minimal to no tension. A lot of times people are like, you know, they, um, it's self-inflicted, you know, especially with these young girls, they're doing all these pom-poms and, and trying to do all these cute styles in their hair, and they're pulling all the hair out. That's traction alopecia. There's seven different types of alopecia. And one of them is not autoimmune, and that's traction alopecia. No, you ripped that hair out. You know, all this stuff that's going on now with edges and stuff, nine times out of ten, that has come from someone doing it to themselves or someone doing it to that person, which caused them to experience that type of hair loss. And so very minimal. Less is more. It's okay if, you know, the child has a little fray. That's okay. That's fine. You, when you're when you're bathing your child, you do not have to wet their hair or shampoo their hair every day. Once, maybe twice, um, every two weeks. You don't have to do it much, especially if they're not, if the baby isn't really going anywhere, isn't out much, doesn't have all these environmental factors that are sticking to their hair and scalp. They're not sweating much. What are you? What exactly are you shampooing or cleaning? You know, like that's your natural oil, natural secretion. Leave them be with that. You know, make sure you detangle it. But a lot of times people are just doing too much with their kids. And you got to remember when a baby, um, the bones aren't fully formed yet, so it's still very malleable. You can do a lot of damage trying to do all these pom-poms and braids and all this other stuff. Leave the kids here alone. <laughs> okay. Wow, wow. Here's what I want to ask you. If you have a child whose hair um, isn't growing, what do you do mm-hmm. to maybe, do you do something to try to stimulate the hair growth? Or what do you do? You know, that question is coming up. Right, right. So um, it's not just, it's, it's more so getting to, making sure that, okay, they're properly, they're properly nourished, right? And we went over nutrition, making sure right. we're not doing something to pull the hair out. You know, are you trying to style it and do other stuff where you're actually um, retarding the hair growth? You know, what are you doing? So making sure that um, you don't have to shampoo or put anything in the kid's hair, um, especially when they're, like, between 
newborn to one year. You know, if they have a lot of hair, you want to make sure that you're probably detangling it, you're massaging, you're brushing, you know, with a, a brush that doesn't have, it's not a hard bristle brush. To like, um, A board bristle brush is going to allow you to stimulate um, the scalp, stimulate the hair, and it's going to also impart shine, right? Right. So, um, more so than the hair is not growing, what are you doing? Chances are there's something that you're doing that's probably hindering the growth. Um, okay. And along, along the same lines of hair growth, um, even though this is not something that I've learned anywhere, I firmly believe that we all have a genetic length. Everyone's hair is not just going to grow down their back. There's some people, no matter what you do, um, you just have a, um, you're predisposed to your hair getting to a certain length and not growing past that. There's okay. others who believe otherwise, but in my years of doing hair, I've just realized that there's certain things that I just don't believe are um, that will happen. You know, just it's the same way as some people, no matter how healthy they are, what they do, their nails are just going to grow to a certain length. It just won't grow past that. You know, like I think right. the same thing with hair. Okay, right. well, I like so that. More I like Right. More so than the hair is not growing, it's like, okay, are you, if you're following all these steps, right, you know, you're, you're making sure you're remembering healthy hair starts from the inside out. And, you know, you have a well-balanced, healthy diet. You know, you're promoting um, healthy blood flow to the scalp. You're not, you're doing min- minimal manipulation. You, when you do um, manipulate and massage, you're not being too forceful. You're um, doing it commensurate with the the head that's in front of you. You know, uh, you're not going to touch a toddler's head with the same pressure you would do an infant and vice versa, right? And if you do all of that and the hair is still not growing, chances are that um, you can go further and just see if there's something immuno, um, something's happening with the immune system, you know, seeing if it's something medical. Um, But other than that, making sure that you're not the cause of the hair not growing you know, by um, following those and not doing things to pull the hair out unnecessarily. Nine times out of ten, I cringe when new moms, especially these young new moms, are so focused on they just don't want their hair, their baby to have a little afro, that they're parting it already and doing all these little barrettes and and, um, the rubber band thingies in the hair. And I'm like, oh, boy, like, you're doing that child a disservice. Wow, I'm so glad this is coming up. Wow, I'm so glad this is coming up because, you know, I I used to think the same thing. I'm like, why are we worrying about a hairstyle on a baby? <laughs> why? Why are we already putting our head there, you know, how the baby looks? Just like you said, you know, just, you know, do whatever you need to do with it. And if they, you know, the little what we call a flow or whatever, just leave their hair. Why are we going through all of that? So early because right. if you're starting that at six months, if you're starting that at a year, what are you going to be doing later? Let's talk. Be okay, because we got a few minutes, Sister Gertie. I want to talk about this extensions in a little girl's head. Please, right. please talk to us about this. Mm-mm-mm. It's really easy. It's really simple. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I love it. Immediately, like stop. What? Like, what are you doing with um, those who want to um, chemically straighten their kids' hair? And I would, I was known 
for being like, no, I will not do that. Um, you can go elsewhere, you know, and I won't say it rudely. There's plenty of people that will do it, take your money and do it. But certain things, I'm like a hard no, and I would have my staff know, we don't do that. We're not doing that. But more than just saying that, explaining why we don't do that and why we're not. So once people understand, they're like, you know what, I didn't look at it that way. Or I didn't really, yeah, don't do that to that, baby. And the people right. I, I'm thinking um, I'm thinking right now, I know a good handful of people that didn't take my advice, and their kids now have no hair, and I'm going around just with, having to wear wigs. Oh, wow. She was like, I just can't manage my daughter's hair. She's too much. I can't manage it. And I told her, I said, do not relax that child's hair. Um, I had a thing, once again, this wasn't something we learned, that I was like, I don't think you should relax the kid before they get their period. I don't think any kid should um, have any type of relaxer. And I'm not anti-relaxer. I'm anti-people who don't know what they're doing with relaxers. But once you understand a relaxer, how the science behind it works, what, you know, you can have a healthy hair, a full healthy hair of relaxed hair. So I'm just making sure that I'm explicit about that. I'm not anti-relaxer. Right. I'm anti right. who don't know what they're doing. Right, you know? right, so, right, uh, right, 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 <laughs> right. Wow, 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 wow. And we use the, the term professional very loosely. <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, we, we okay, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I agree, just stop with that. Now, what about, let's transition over to the teens mm-hmm. and how their hair needs to be uh, managed and um, taken care of. They, too, are extension wearers, wig wearers, mm-hmm. uh, pulling their hair. Please talk about that before we go. Right. Well, the same things apply. It's, you know, wanting to have a healthy blood flow to the scalp, minimal to no manipulation. And um, I'm not a fan um, nor do I promote how people are um, one of the new catchphrases with regard to protect the styles because the, the people that I've serviced that have come to me after doing these protective styles normally have damage, normally have um, traction alopecia. No, you know, they want, what were they protecting? I don't know. I don't know where that started from. I'm not a and so um, it's, it's, it's just a lot of stuff that we, we're jumping on these bandwagons and just going with these trends that are, that are self-destructive, you know, and they're detrimental. And so irrespective of age, these things apply across the board um, that I said from before, um, from the inside out. And if you are going to do these things, a lot of times it's the person that's doing it. Like while I'm not um, a proponent of protective styles, Whatever I do, I want to make sure it's going to maintain the hair's integrity. And that's what I teach and that's what I promote. So say, for instance, someone, they, um, they do want to, say they um, want to give their hair a rest and they want to either do a, um, a sewing install or they want to do extensions or what have you. You want to make sure that the extension is not so tight that, you know, the eyebrows are raised, that it's pulling so much, that you have all these white bumps that are coming, which is actually the hair fighting to stay in, attached to the papilla. <laughs> you know, wow. you just want to make sure you can, do, you can do braids, but they don't have to be that tight. And you don't want to have them to be so heavy and so long because sometimes I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm skeeved. These girls have these braids dusting the floor, picking up every, like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, like, it's just, it's just not sanitary, you know? 
um, and you have to do it based on your head of hair. You know, we have texture and we have um, the your density, your diameter, and your thickness of your hair. If you have very fine hair, um, it's up to the professional to give you an expre- a, a professional opinion that having long goddess braids are not the healthiest option for your hair type. Now, there are others that have a lot of hair on the head and the hair isn't strong, that they, they can um, warrant that style, not for long, you know, because the weight okay. of the hair will, you know what I mean? Um, yes, but yes, it's yes. Oftentimes, yeah. Oftentimes, it's not the style, it's the misapplication of the style, and it's okay. also not maintaining it and keeping it too long. So um, oh, okay. I used to have a big, back in the day when, like, um, ponytails and just, like that hard freeze hair was in, I had a lot of um, a lot of unhappy clients, quote unquote, in that I'm like, your hair's not meant to be in your head and stay for two weeks. Stop <laughs> 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 asking me to to put all this Ampro gel in your hair to make it be a helmet on your head for two weeks. She your said hair, a helmet. You, know, you just have to freeze. Right? Oh my freeze goodness! Listen. Wow. Listen. Wow. So you want to be able to allow the hair to um to breathe. You want to be able to get to your scalp. Wow. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Because we only got a few minutes and I'm so mad. But but the best part about it is you are ours. Oh, my goodness. I know this is going to be a hit. Okay, so let's go back. There's two questions I want to ask. Two questions I want to ask before you go. For those of us who do not understand what protective styles is, what is that? Okay. What's protective styles? So, um, it started a few years ago. Protective styles is, is what people are doing to, quote, unquote, give their hair a break. So if okay. you have it, your hair is all braided up or tucked in or under a wig, where you essentially don't have to do anything to your hair. So the okay. trend is, you know, I'm not mad because less is more. The problem, why it's problematic is because people who are actually doing the protective style are not caring for the hair that they're trying to protect. And okay. the style is at the expense of tightness, pulling, you know what I mean? So the process right. has become the process has become um um I don't want to say toxic. I think toxic is too harsh. But the it's it's defeating the purpose of what protective styles were are originally okay. were originally set out okay. to and accomplish, you know? Okay. So that's okay. the problem with now okay. if you um have something that does understand the science behind here, what works, what does not work. Like a lot of people out here doing here willy nilly and they don't understand that you can give somebody a stroke based on how you're manipulating and not properly um addressing the hair. Wow, wow, wow. Right, right, which is why it's so dangerous to have somebody who's not licensed and who doesn't even understand or know the science behind here. And um, in this industry, it's so easy to to disrespect the process because if you do a ponytail and it looks just as good, it looks just as good as a professional doing the ponytail, you'll think, well, why should I pay her to do it? Mine looks just the same. Not understanding that just because it looks the same doesn't mean it is the same. What was your oh, like process? That. How did you achieve it? Right? And so um, 
that's where the lines get blurred all the time. Oh. I've seen it so much. Right. Wow, wow, wow. Good stuff. Good stuff, Sister Gertie. Okay, before you go, I need for you to uh-huh. tell us, please, mm-hmm. if there's a time limit where you should wear your wig, a time limit for weave, a time limit for braids. Um, For braids, I am always in the four- to six-week mark. Okay. And I would okay. definitely... You know, in the four the four week mark, I'm not with those who do it for months and then they go into what's called a retightening. I'm like, mm 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 mm. With your wig, it depends. If you're getting it installed to stay, once again, the four to six mark. Um, and I would, like I said, my preference is four weeks or less. Okay. I, you know, for me, that's my. That's for some people. They don't sweat much. They don't have, you know much build up or anything so they, you know they can go a little bit longer i'm not with the eight ten twelve weeks Mm-mm. nope okay okay even if you okay in a bubble you have your own build up your own body secretion your own stuff you see what i'm saying yes 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 wow oh my goodness you in this one hour in this one hour, you have been fantastic. And the best part about it, for those of you who don't know, I'll make this official announcement. Our sister Gertie has signed on to be our quote-unquote like Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, um, for the hair and wellness and faith. And look at how blessed we are just to get this whole thing jump-started. So each month, God spares, she'll be on. We have dates for uh, April and May, so have no fear. Just keep on listening. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely please send in your questions. Please send in your questions. Yes. And we'll compile them, and we'll try to, you know, uh, make a segment based on the, the the concerns and the care. You know, we don't want to make every single month this mishmash of a whole bunch of different things. That's why today I kind of wanted to start. Let's start with the babies. And, and even though you said a lot of the stuff that you give us for the children is, is the same for the adults still, I wanted us to start from there. And um, so sending your questions and, you know, um, you have a, a YouTube um, um, page. Uh, tell us about that yes. before you go. Yes, yes. It's Trust Talk with Gertie. And um, I started it during the pandemic because I was doing weekly lives for the guests because I was shut down. And so, um, as I was telling you, I have not been on it in a while. I actually am just starting back to do some stuff because um, – it was hard for me to maintain that and still run the salon and, you know, with life and blah, 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 blah. So, um, but there's still some great, um, there's still great videos on there because you can get a lot of information that um, some of the stuff that we were talking about, I talk about, um, I have some episodes on why heat is necessary, oils, um, natural hair, like, you know, there's a few episodes that you can get some good information on. Um, while I'm preparing new episodes to upload. So Tress Talk with Gertie on YouTube. 
All right. And we have our own trust talk with Gertie right here on his due time with Pastor Steph. I always tell you, God knows to send us the, he sends us the very best. And I can't even tell you how blessed I feel um, this morning. And I am so glad that he has connected us. And we're, we've got some work to do. You know, I always say that to all my guests. You know, we have work to do. And we thank you so much for getting us uh, jump-started this morning with all of this information. It's been a wealth of information this morning. And God says we so look forward to you being with us next month and going forward. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, you have a blessed day, and we look forward to talking to you once again. All right, thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Okay. Ooh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. This was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I want to talk to my my due time crew for a little bit. I see I got my Pastor Charlene on, and I want to talk to her for a minute, you know, about some of the stuff that, you know, we just got and what she thinks. Pastor Charlene, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? How are you? How are you? Oh, listen. You heard this whole entire segment with our sister Gertie. What were some of your thoughts? Like some of the wow? Because I know if I got some, Pastor Charlene, you definitely got some. Because we're from the old school. What did you hear that is like, yo, this has been done forever? Or, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Oh, you know what? I was thinking when she was talking about the little girls, and I was thinking of how, you know, we do. We braid up their hair, and they put on a 100 barrettes, bobos. You know, I never thought about how heavy that they are, you know, and you put the, those beads, you right, know, right, and right, how you right. easy pulling and breaking off their hair. I never thought of that, and I guess because of my kids' hair never falling out because my daughters have um, long hair, but our hair is, like, um, cotton, soft. Okay, okay, okay. you know. Okay. So that was one of the things. I'm like, oh, man, is that, did I destroy them here? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I'm going to grab, um, I'm going to, I'm going to grab, um, I have you for a little longer than I have um, our, our girl Tamika. So I'm going to grab her for a couple of minutes, then you and I are coming back, because I want to talk about them beads and them barrettes, girl, because I, I have two girls, not three girls, and we I loaded their hair with beads and stuff. So I'm coming back for that one. Good morning, Lady Tamika. Good morning, good morning. I love what was going on. I absolutely loved it. Oh, I'm so, aren't ladies, aren't we, God sends us the very best, does he not? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he sends us the very best, he sends us the very best. Every time. Um, 
Tamika, what have you heard this morning that made your mouth just hang open? Well, I the the idea of prayer um, when doing here, I think that's an amazing thing. Um, that is why I refuse to transition from my beautician. My beautician has been doing my hair for over 20 years. Um, wow. And okay. That was one of the one of the first things that we talked about because she didn't verbalize at first that that that, that was she was that was what she was doing. And prior to her, I had had all kinds of stuff going on with my hair. Um, and, you know, she understands the science of, and, and when I listen to Gertie talk, she's, she understands the science of the hair. You know, I have eczema in my hair, but you wouldn't know it because I maintain it with the things that I have had to go through. But I had to learn. It was a learning process. You know, right. I was still in my hair and didn't know it. And so if we can find ways to live better, do better, you know, feel better, be better, why not do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, this is, that's why I say God sends us the very best. You know, we're, we're getting, you know, expertise, information, real professional information, you know, about our bodies from God's people. And to think that, you know, like I said, you want to make me, girl, I, don't even feed me. Just mess in my hair. <laughs> I would starve before I would give up um, somebody doing my hair. And I'm, I've never been tender-headed. I don't want you yanking on it, but I've never been a tender-headed kid, never. And I love, you know, someone in my hair. And to think that someone could actually be praying, you know, over my head, you know, just to you know, get this whole process started is such a blessing. What What else did you hear this morning before you go, because you only got a couple of minutes, before you go that really was like a jaw dropper to you? Just all of the punishment. <laughs> you know, like from you come out the womb and, and already you put bobos and, you know, <laughs> twists and, you know, you could be like, like she's she's absolutely right. You're looking at the baby. Why your baby always looks surprised? Oh, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's those type of things. You're like, why? Why the eyes so wide open? Your child don't blink. Is something wrong? Now you understand why. <laughs> because the child oh, can't Because the brain. You know, I have had my hair done by a select type of people, you know, braids, and they braid so tight until yeah. you literally have to take some type of medication. That That's unreasonable. And you're doing that to yeah. an adult. We're talking about a child. You know, I, I, oh, yeah, she looks funny, but she doesn't bleed. You know, that's right. the problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. That I can always rely on my due time crew to come through um, uh, for us. Thank you so much, Lady Tamika, for just throwing in those those little two cents and um, you know giving God thanks for for our <laughs> sister Gertie today. You have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Amen. You as well. Have a okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, Pastor Charlene, like you said, you know, my girls didn't have that cotton hair, 
um, like yours, but I kept them, you know, hair was always done. As a matter of fact, Shantice talks about, um, you know, getting my father, picking her up at 5 o'clock in the morning to take her. Oh, excuse me. Oh, she was. she's correcting me. She had to be at Miss Azalee at 5 o'clock in the morning. Now, imagine what time she got up out of her bed to to do Shantice's hair. Um, and so she, she could go to school in the morning. And, you know, when she didn't do that, you know, I was uh, corn rolling and braiding and, like you said, all those barrettes. And, oh, Pastor Charlotte, picture day. Picture day. <laughs> Picture day, Pastor Charlotte. Picture day. Yes. If they gave us a dime for every barrette and and beads that went in there on picture day, man, we'd be rich. <laughs> we'd be rich. Um. So let me ask you something. Were were your girls tender headed? One is. One okay. Is the other one, she was a tender-headed. Okay, okay, okay. But, okay. What about but, you? Did you? Do you like people in your hair? No, I'm very tender-headed. Really? I'm very tender-headed. I'm ow, 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 ow. I was that one that my mother put me on the floor and got to wrap her legs around. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Wait, Tamika's mm-hmm. on right now. Let me see. Tamika, were you tender-headed? No, ma'am. I'm the complete opposite. You could pull and pull and pull. And, you know, remember back in the day when they would pull your hair and you would swing your head, your neck back, and they'd pop you on the top of your head? Yes. I had no problem. Yes. I, I learned Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, okay. So you got a mixture. You know, you don't mind them pulling you on your hair. Pastor Charlene is Shanties. If I would, if she saw the little pink chair come in, and she said, and smell the Dax grease, remember that? That, oh my goodness, the tears. Oh my, I, was, I haven't even started yet, and already you the burn hurts. I haven't even touched you, and already you're crying. Oh, I can't take it. You know, it, 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 it she, Pastor Charlene, you definitely have a buddy. Um, uh, Tamika, I didn't want to, I, you can't yank up my hand. No, 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 no. But I definitely, I was never tender-headed, and I did, you know, when it was time to get the hair done. I was like, all right. And my mother, my mother braided your hair so tight that the ends of the braids curled up. <laughs> so anytime you see a, a, a young pastor Steph, a little Stephanie picture, and the braids at the end were curled up, that's what, that was because she, she braided your hair so tight that the ends of the braids turned up. Oh, my goodness gracious. And, again, you know, I wasn't tender-headed, but that pulling on my hair, I just, I, I, that I did not like. And I can't wait till I speak to our sister Gertie about the hot comb. Girl, my goodness. That's yeah. the 
nice conversation that we're going to have after she hangs up, after she goes, and we're going to talk about that because th- those days are worth some interesting days. But thank you, ladies, for jumping on and, you know, finishing up our, our little trust talk. And um, you both have a blessed day. Pastor said, wait, but what for you yeah. Remember the baby here that they had to catch too in the front? What happened? The what? Remember when they had to catch the baby here? Y'all had to get in that oh, way yes. too? Or <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Charlotte and, and Tamika, when they would slick their hair down with the grease to make the size of the, the little baby hair flat. Oh, give me right. a break. Oh, nothing stands up. Not one piece of no. hair was gonna be no. in place. No. Yeah. And That's if your hair wasn't that straight, that was a challenge. And man, they would pack the. You would see them kids. They would be packed. And Easter Sunday, when people be doing that hair, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. That was some time, some time, some time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Yes. Have a wonderful one. You both you as well. Thank you. Thank Have you. Thank you, you too. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. God is amazing. God is amazing. Well, you know what? And we're going to take this time you know, we didn't have a pray for them today, so it gave us a little time to reminisce uh, and do some girl talk. And uh, But we're going to go before the Lord and pray for them anyway. Dear Heavenly Father, oh God, we thank you. You've been so wonderful. You've been so marvelous. You've been so kind, dear God. You know, we can't ever say thank you enough for all that you do for us. God, even the testimony that came through this morning that that touched, I don't know how many lives, but I know it touched at least one, God, because it touched mine. And I'm already on your path, dear Heavenly Father. So I, I can't imagine what what it did, how it stimulated someone else to really just step up and stand up and, and, and take you at your word, listen to you, um, let you order their steps. And we thank you, God, for our sister Gertie this morning who just really took the time. You put it on her heart. You put the words in her mouth. And she blessed us this morning, dear Heavenly Father. And, and Lord, we thank you for her signing on to be a part of the due time crew, dear Heavenly Father. What a blessing we had this morning. And we know you have so much more in store for us through her, dear Heavenly Father. We pray, God, that you bless her family, you bless her life, you bless her craft, her wisdom, and her knowledge, dear Heavenly Father, and that she can continue to be a blessing as she ministers through whatever channels you have opened up for her, dear Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for all the stories that we've heard this week, dear Heavenly Father, that help to change our life. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for just helping us to see us, helping us to to hear something that we knew that we sh- just don't have any business touching, staying away from God, 
It was a warning sign, God. It was a lesson learned. It was something that we heard that we needed to put before you, God. We thank you. We thank you for every bit of the news that we get each and every day. None of it is by mistake, dear Heavenly Father. No conversation is wasted here, dear God. And we pray that everyone who tunes in, dear Heavenly Father, that they would be blessed and blessed beyond measure, God. Your word has said, and I've said over and over again, God, that you said that everyone who listens to this broadcast would be blessed, but they must. They must listen consistently, and they must do as they're told, God. And we thank you. We thank you for putting it all before us, God. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for for Pastor Terry uh, on Monday, God. We thank you for Sister Gertie this morning, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for the due time crew, God. We thank you for all of the questions and the comments that are made throughout the week, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for being a blessing, God. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, how you sent your son so that we could live a life more abundant to what we would even think, how we would even think, what we would even know that he came to give us life more abundantly, God. Thank you that our life is not just mundane. Thank you, God, that you're just enhancing our life, dear Heavenly Father, each and every day. Every life is enhanced as we just listen and tune in, God, as we open up our mouths and minister to Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. Thank you for the testimonies that came through this week, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for the tears that were shed, dear Heavenly Father, that relief was given and answers were given, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you, God, for the prayers that went forth whether they were prayers on the broadcast or prayers afterwards, prayers before. Thank you, God. You're just an amazing wonder, an awesome wonder to us each and every day. And we ask you, God, to just bless our individual and private lives because that's what's going to spill into this broadcast each and every day. Our trials and tribulations, our triumphs and victories, dear Heavenly Father, will spill into this broadcast each and every day, God. And we want to thank you. We want to thank you for those who now have a get-up-and-go inside of them that may not have had that. Something happened to them this week because they listened. We thank you. We would have never imagined being such a blessing and being blessed, God. Thank you, Father. We thank you for tomorrow in advance as you spare our life, God. That this month you have turned up the volume. You have increased the fire on this broadcast to Heavenly Father. That we will not be anywhere the way we were yesterday, God. You've given increase. And we thank you for everyone who has signed on. Thank you for every intent. Thank you for every word that they prepare to minister, God. Thank you for preparing their heart, their minds, their mouths, their ears, and their spirits, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you. We give you the glory and the honor, God. We rightly do your name. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. 
Amen. Oh. I am like, I don't know about y'all, but I am like so in awe of God. I am so in awe of God. You know, like I said, I've been trying to get to um, our sister Gertie for years. I'm talking about going back to like 18. And I don't even remember why, to be honest with you. I don't even remember why. Um, but I remember just wanting to connect um, with her and needing to, feeling like I needed to connect with her. And I ended up meeting her face-to-face, and I was connecting with her over Facebook. And we just kept missing one another. And I, um, <laughs> and when I walked up to her and I said, hi, and she said, hi, and I said, um, Pastor Stephanie. And she just stood there looking at me for a minute. She was like, oh, my goodness, it's been so long that we've been trying to get in touch with one another. I was like, yep. And we never, we still never connected. And, you know, when I wanted to do a health segment, I wanted to do something about hair, and I wanted to do something um, regarding, you know, women's uh, physical issues and, you know, just, Whatever God was giving me, I, I don't take any credit for any of this. You know, I, I I I don't mean it like that when I say I. But because the ministry got started from God, this broadcast got started from God, so everything that I'm given is from Him, and He just connects us. He just connects us. Um, this week, we are starting. Um, you know, the first of March, uh, definitely turning things up. As I said a minute ago. Um, it is amazing what God has. The calendar is locked and loaded. There are people who are, ex- who are excited to minister. We're adding on a few more segments to not just uh, Monday through Friday, but to our Sunday evening lineup. And the excitement is is amazing. The interest is amazing. The desire and the 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 um ministering opportunities that's coming forward and being presented to God's people there there's a craving to get to God's people, to get to people and let them know about God and I, I, I deem it a blessed privilege to be used by God. And as I'm talking to people and they're saying to me what I want to say to them, what I called them to say or what I reached out to them to say is amazing. I just got finished talking to another uh, woman of God last night who's going to be on Monday and it, it's it's amazing just listening to her passion last night. And I've spoken to her before, but just never heard this level of passion and the things she was saying. And it, it's God is just an amazing God. And, and I want you to know that God has so many good things in store for us. So many uh, blessings in store for us. 
that this it's due time with pastor staff is 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 being given increase and he's pulling them from all over the place you know i deem it a blessing to have my sabbath family on with me and sister gertie is is a, a sabbath family member uh our sister our pastor shulette is a sabbath um you know member you know because we're a, we're small in comparison to you know the rest of the world we're small and our 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 beliefs and our tenets of faith are, are different and you know it it's 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 amazing to just connect with god's people all over the place we're we're planning a virtual for the 30th anniversary. Uh, Pastor Brenda and Vinny uh, Stokes, you know, we had them on a few weeks ago. I want to let they invited me on to be on their podcast, so I'll be on their podcast, God Spares, on Tuesday the seventh at seven o'clock, and I'll give you all of that information on Monday. So God is also expanding and giving us increase as well here on his due time with pastor staff we're doing more coverage of events so it this this is this is really what god has said was coming down the pipeline and it's a busyness you know that i i welcome you know, in order to, you know, please God, you have to do the things that God wants you to do. And it, it's a blessed privilege to even be called on to do this. And, you know, it, it's it's when God can look at you and you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't see the same thing. And when I say that, I mean when God looks at you and he says, I'm going to use you. I can use you. And when you're looking in the mirror, you're seeing everything else. You see I'm not worthy. You see uh, your self-esteem is in the toilet. Your your, your uh, confidence isn't there. But God is saying, I want to use you. I remember always saying, I don't like to be out front. I don't like to talk in public. I remember saying that. And as soon as I said that, I ended up on somebody's radio show. And people started asking me to do stuff. And I'm like, really? And they're like, well, aren't you on the radio? And I'm like, oh, okay. And, I, you know, with practice comes, you know, perfection. And I became less afraid (laughs) and more confident and bold and amazed at God and look at me now would you ever think for one minute that I did not like to speak in public nope God is amazing let God use you too you've been listening to it's due time with pastor Steph Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank our sister Gertie Gordon for just blessing our lives this morning with our Trust Talk with Gertie segment. And we thank you for hanging out with us and helping us do what we do. 
please do not miss this opportunity to give God your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to just strengthen your relationship with God right now because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow when it's Freestyle Friday and we get to do whatever it is we want to do. Until then, God spare our life. I love you.